What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wow, Matt. Fellow adventurers, this time we are playing... I'm playing as Sir Crokington, and we will be doing Proving Grounds 3, and this is the concluding part. In the previous episodes, we closed the three shadow paths that the undead invasion was going through, and the demon, who is nameless, who is leading, leading the invasion, is banished back to wherever it came from. So now all I've got to do, do is deal with all the undead that they've already sent here. Fortunately and unfortunately, they've all decided to come together for one big attack. So yes, it's going to be a big mess, but once we dealt with it, it's done. Unless, presumably, they try again. But presumably these things take a while to set up. So it'll be dealt with for a while at least. And now on to part eight. The return to Camp Stonegate. You return to the forest encampment only to find the final undead assault upon the beleaguered citizens of Stonegate. Already wages beneath the trees. Oh, I wasn't vast enough. This snow is called... The return. Let us begin. The sound of waging battle reaches your ears as you press northward through the forest, hell bent on reaching the fortified encampment that you pray still protects the evacuated citizens of Stonegate. As the outer defences of the camp loom into view through the forest ahead, you find yourself confronted by a grisly band of rotting cadavers. The putrid undead beings moan loudly as their festering corpses lurch towards you through the trees. In a matter of moments, you are completely surrounded and fighting for your life. I'm fighting seven ghouls at once. Well, well, the more ghouls I fight at once, the quicker I get through all of them. The ghouls claw at you, as ghouls are what to do, and they are now slain. Five XPs. The last of the ghouls topples to the ground, and you turn and start in the direction of the encampment, only to find find your path blocked by another undead menace. A large group of skeletons, each wielding a rusty scimitar, moves in from the white, hissing wildly as they approach. The band of bone warriors quickly surround you. Okay, eight skeletons are going to a battle rage. There's no reason to do this. You've already lost. Just, I don't know, just go back to being dead. Eh? Well, I don't know, just go into a crypt somewhere and just wait. Well, I don't know, just stop killing people. It's very rude. The skeletons hiss as they attack, and they are slain. Five XP. You leap over the pile of bones at your feet and dash in the direction of the encampment. As you near the first line of wooden pikes that make up the camp's outer defences, you come upon three men pitching a desperate fight against a towering skeletal troll. Hmm. I thought I dealt with all those. The great, I guess, I guess the, the one that got out of the skeleton troll cave, cave before I turned up. The great undead beast turns to face you as you close in, sounding an enraged bellow that echoes off the surrounding trees. 
You leap between the men and the undead troll, determined to put an end to the fleshless menace. This is an undead troll. Swipes at you his deadly claws. I bash it with my deadly staff. And it is slain. 6 XP. All around you, in the forest surrounding the encampment, a fierce battle wages between the largely ill-equipped and untrained citizens of Stonegate. I mean, they lost their militia right at the start, so... And the militia, well, wasn't, you know, professional. And a vast horde of vicious undead. There was no time to lose. You rush towards the outer defences of the fortified camp, throwing yourself headlong into a brutal fight in which defeat is not an option. And that finishes this scenario for 64 experience to general. Alright, and then we're on to part 9. The last battle. Battle wages beneath the trees at the edge of Camp Stonegate. The ill-equipped and largely untrained citizen of the town pitch a valiant fight against a vast, merciless and bloodthirsty undead foe. You've arrived just in time to help even the odds. No, I think I will more than even them. I'm going to put my finger on the scale so much that the scale breaks and just, just permanently collapses on my side. The scenarios below were represented individual encounters you face during the Battle of Camp Stonegate. You may attempt the scenarios in any order you wish. And there's a lot of them. But each one of them is pretty short. And I'm just going to do them in the order they are on the list. I mean, I could just pick them at random, but... That really, there's no real point doing that because you just extend things. Now, I'll start with the Kate Crusader. And it's probably not Batman. Begin the scenario. The Cape skeleton stands striding out of the forest towards you, hisses viciously as it approaches. The blade of this long dead knight's broadsword is stained. The blood of more than a dozen of Stonegate's brave citizens who found themselves unlucky enough to be caught in the path of his destruction. Oh, it doesn't already. I'm just, just, just too late. I'm too late. Well, you're not going to get any more. Skeleton. Right, down you go. You swing your staff at the enemy. The skeleton knight slashes you with his broadsword. I'm not even sure if broadsword is an official sword type. But anyway, it is slain. 21 XP. You, you turn your eyes from the remains of your foe to the battle that still wages in the forest around you. With grim determination, you set off to seek out and engage the enemy. 64 XP to general. Alright. There's going to be a lot more to this. A thundering bellow begins now. A thunderous bellow rattles your teeth as the thick-boned skeleton of a hulking forest troll strolls, strides into view. The ferocious undead beast snarls as it starts in your direction, its clawed hands poised to strike. This is a massive, skeletal troll, and let us begin combat with it. Claws at you. I staff at it. Or whatever it is. I swing. Do a savage blow for 10 damage. Another savage blow for 12 damage. But no matter. It is now slain. 22 XP. You turn your eyes from the manes of your foe. To the battle that still wages in the forest around you. With grim determination. You set off to seek out and engage the enemy. That finishes the scenario. With 64 XP to general. Which is quite a lot for something that was so quick. The Headless Wider. And I've not even fought it yet. Begin the scenario. The unsettling clank of heavy metal plates precedes the arrival of an armoured skeletal warthorse. Atop which seats a headless horse. Oh, headless? 
then that, that means my favourite undead fighting strategy doesn't work anymore. Because how can I chop their heads off if they don't have a head? The skeletal horse snorts loudly and stamps his feet as his wider dismounts and strides towards you. Its hands outstretched as thin tines of lightning entwine the tips of his fingers. Suddenly, your headless foe draws back his white arm and then suddenly fusses it out at you, releasing a forked bolt of lightning that surges toward your chest. If you have the power of fortification, has to be level 50 plus and wish to use it, I do and I do, so I will. Channeling it. Succeeded. 32 experience the fortification. The bolt of lightning slams into your hastily summoned magical barrier, leaving you shaken but otherwise unharmed. You dispel the barrier and rush forward to attack the headless warrior. The headless warrior draws a rusty longsword and assumes a defensive stance as you move in to attack the headless warrior. The headless warrior slashes at you. Devastating blow for 39 damage. Blimey. But still, it is slain. 38 XP. You turn your eyes from the remains of your foe to the battle that still wages in the forest around you. With grim determination, you set off to seek out and engage the enemy. And that finishes this scenario for 64 XP to general. On to the next one. The Withering Touch. Should be some sort of skeletal sorceresses. Anyway, let's see what it is. Begin the scenario. Stepping over the, the trunk of the fallen tree, of a fallen tree, it's one of the most hideous creatures you ever laid eyes on. The staggering, rotting corpse that angles in your direction, weeks of decay, and it draws within millet, where they range, it wretches violently, spewing a weaving torches of slime, torrent of fly, slime-covered insects, onto the ground at your feet. You overcome your horror and move to attack this undead abomination. It also has a lore book entry, The Witherer. These horrifying spirits are the western spirits of the very wicked. Witherers typically inhabit rotting corpses, but the fiendish creatures have been known in rare instances to take over living hosts. The, the touch of a Witherer can drain the strength of an opponent. This siphoned energy is then employed by the spirit to heal his own wounds. Witherers are just as likely to be encountered in amongst a large group of, end of undead as they are roaming about on their own. Well then, let's fight it! Alright. Reaches out for you, but doesn't seem to actually reach me because it is now slain. 21 XP and some loot too. The river slumps to the ground at your feet, and as you step back from the festering corpse, you're dismayed to see two more of the foul being. Foul, undead being staggering in your direction. It's another witherer. Well, I'm going to wither the witherer. Whether. Will I wither the witherer? Wherever the witherer withers. The witherer withers a lot, or something like that. Which is out for you. The withering touch of enemy James drains away your strength. Two points temporarily lost from your melee waiting. Good job it's only temporary. Oh, another point lost. Good job I have so many of those. This is slain. But temporarily. Because moving it permanently would be ridiculous. The banded belt. And a sturdy dagger. You defiantly square off against the last of the three withers. Begin combat with it. It drains two melee waiting for me. And then another two. And now it is slain. 21 XP. Oh, and 30 gold too. Because apparently even though it is a... It is a 
life and death fight to protect hundreds of people. I still have time to, you know, loot the corpses. You turn your eyes from the remains of your foes to the battle that still wages in the forest around you. With grim determination, you set off to seek out and engage the enemy. And that finishes this scenario for 64 XP to general. What's next? A cause for fear. What could that be? We shall see. As you move through the forest east of the camp, you are suddenly filled with a deep sense of dread. You turn to find yourself facing a roaring full. Okay, now there, there's a big law book entry for those. Yeah, anyhow, if you, if you want to find out about those, you should probably either read the law book entry yourself or listen to the to the stone to the stone gate stone gate stuff just search for stone gate i'm sure you'll find it the powerful undead creature strides silently towards you seeking to end your existence amongst the living and well hmm. wouldn't think fallen fells would you know wander about or you know just join up with a huge bunch of other undead but I guess I guess that's just just how how serious that this undead invasion is that the person who was the boss of a previous undead menace is now just a regular minion that's just how serious this is anyway begin combat the Vorent Fall stripes you with its razor-sharp claws. I go into battle wage because I remember when I fought the previous one and all the problems that one caused. And it is slain. 69 XP. The deep sense of dread passes in the wake of your victory over the Vorent Fall. You turn your eyes from the remains of your foe to the battle that still wages in the forest around you. With grim determination, you set off to seek out and engage the enemy. And that finishes that snow for 64 XP to jail. Still plenty more to go. The Bone Warriors. Alright, now some regular, regular skeletons. In the midst of the chaotic battle waging throughout the forest, you suddenly find yourself surrounded by a large group of armoured skeletons. The hissing horde of bone warriors closes in around you. The rusty blades of your skeletal foes slice through the air on all on all directions. Alright, let's just fight these things. They hiss as they attack, boost will blow for eight damage. And they are now slain. 5 XP. Another group of skeletal warriors presses forward. Replacing those that have come to rest on the pile of shattered bones about your feet. You wipe. You wipe the sweat and grime of battle from your brow. As you engage a group of skeletal warriors. Including this one. It looks as if there are six large groups remaining. Right, eight bone warriors. The skeletons hit as they attack. Fortunately, they haven't combined into an enormous group, but probably because they can't, because I don't think you can realistically have more than eight or so people actually fight you at once, because they just get in the way. Unless they have really long spears. Or arrows. They hit as they attack, and they are slain. Five XP. Another group of skeletal warriors presses forward, replacing those that have come to rest on the pile of shattered bones about your feet. You wipe the sweat and grime butter from your brow as you engage the second group of skeletal warriors, including this one. Looks as if there are five large groups remaining, seven bone warriors this time, 
brutal blow for 8 damage, and they are slain. 5 XP. Another group of skeletal warriors presses forward, replacing those that have come to west on the pile of shattered bones about your feet. You wipe the sweat and grime of battle from your brow, as you engage a third group of skeletal warriors. Including this one, looks as if there are four large group remaining. Okay, ten bone warriors at once. Decapitate one, decapitate four, decapitate the rest of them. They are slain. 5 XP. Another group of skeletal warriors presses forward, replacing those that have come to west on the pile of shattered bones about your feet. It's a very large pile. Yeah. You wipe the sweat of grime and battle from your brow as you engage a fourth group of skeletal warriors, including this one. Looks as if there are three large groups remaining. Begin combat with the bone warriors. They hiss as they attack. And they are slain. 5 XP. Another group of skeletal warriors presses forward, replacing those that have come to rest on the pile of shattered bones about your feet. You wipe the sweat and grime of battle from your brow as you engage a fifth group of skeletal warriors. Including this one, it looks as if there are two large groups remaining. So this is the penultimate group of this assault. Anyway, begin combat. Hisses they attack, and they are slain. 5 XP. Another group of skeletal warriors presses forward, replacing those that have come to rest on the pile of shattered bones about your feet. You wipe the sweat and grime of battle from your brow, as you engage a sixth group of skeletal warriors. Looks as if this is the last group of them. Finally, begin combat. They hiss as they attack, they managed to get one hit in, but they are still slain. 4xb. The horde of skeletons is at last vanquished. The last skeleton collapses to the ground at your feet, its ribs and skull shattered by the ferocity of your attack. You turn your eyes from the remains of your foe to the battle that still rages in the forest around you. With grim determination, you set off to seek out and engage the enemy. And that finishes this scenario for 64 XP to general. What's next? To the rescue. Who am I rescuing? And is it actually going to be a rescue this time? Begin this scenario. You move through the forest seeking any place that your skills might avail. The beleaguered citizens of Stonegate as they struggle to repel the undead from the border of their camp. Desperate cries for help wing out to the east. You turn and dash off in that direction. As you pass over the back of a small rise, your eyes fall upon the source of the cries, and the reason for them. Fifteen yards from where you stand, a hideous, rotting corpse staggers towards a group of cowering humans. A grey-haired man, his hand... It's tightly gripping a woodman's axe. Stands bravely at the fore of the group. His eyes widen in terror as the gruesome undead creature approaches. Two men, three men behind him, are cuddled close together and seem too terrified to move. He rush forward, stepping between the advancing undead and his intended prey. Assuming his defences, dance. You sharply order the grey-haired man, the others to flee to the camp. The sound of retreating footsteps on the forest floor behind you signals that your order has been followed. You now focus your full attention on the terrifying undead specimen stalking towards you. This is a greater witherer. Not just not no, not so not just some regular witherer this time. No no, this is a greater witherer, although it won't be so great shortly. Which is out for you. It drains two melee waiting from me, temporarily, and now it is slain. 37 XP. The Witherer gasps loudly as it slumps to the ground and expires. You turn your eyes from the remains of your foe to the battle that wages in the forest around you. With grim determination, you set, set off to seek out and engage the enemy. 
and that finishes that scenario for 64 experience to general. Alright, they keep coming. From above, I assume wing skeletons begin cut scenario. The sound overhead causes you to look up. Not a moment too soon. Descending through the canopy of leaves is a large group of winged skeletons. A group of eight winged skeletons land all around you, hissing wildly as they fold their bone wings onto their backs and draw their rusted blades. You turn to your left and then to your right. But there is no breach to be found in the line of winged skeletal warriors that now surround you. Determined to give these vicious undead a taste of the terror they are accomplished. Accustomed, accustomed to wielding, you step forward to boldly engage the foremost of the encroaching rank. It's a winged skeleton. Skeleton warrior slashes you with his rusted sword. Savage blow 10 damage. It is slain. 36 XP. Your victory buys you only a second's reprive. Before you're even able to catch your breath, three more of the winged skeletons set upon you, mercilessly hacking to you with their ancient swords. Three winged skeletons, and there is a law book entry. Oh, it's just, it's just, an, it's just a special type of bone bladesman. Begin combat. The skeleton warriors slashes you with their rusty swords, and they are slain. 37 XP. Three more of the winged skeletons rush forward and attack. Alright, I'll attack them right back. They slash you with their rusty swords. Savage blow for 11 damage. And they are slain. Another 37 XP. Warily, you return and prepare to engage the last of the winged skeletons. Winged skeleton, begin combat. The skeletal warrior slashes you with his rusty sword. Savage blow for 11 damage. It is slain. 37 XP. You take a few moments to catch your breath following the brutal fight, but there is little time for delay. You turn your eyes from the remains of your foes to the battle that still wages about you. And around you, with grim determination, you set off to seek out and engage the enemy. Another 64 XP to General for finishing that scenario. Which also means I fully heal, because that's just how it works with Proving Grounds. A parade of ghouls. A line of six staggering corpses moves up on you from your right. You turn to face this advancing menace, almost welcoming the opportunity to rid the world of these undead abominations. Let's just wipe out the un, and then they'll just be regular dead. And people know how to deal with regular dead. Fire. Fire, fire would help. Or, you know, bury them. Moaning loudly, the half-dozen corpses lurch forward and attack. Six ghouls. The ghouls claw at you. A nice staff at them, and they are slain. 21 XP. As the last ghoul topples over, a sound to your left immediately slaps Snaps your head in that direction. A trio of rotting corpses stagger towards you, their ghastly moaning setting a shiver the length of your spine. Three greater ghouls. The greater ghouls claw at you, and they are slain. 37 XP. Two more ghouls step before you. Two greater ghouls. You're not that great. You're not even regular great, let alone greater. And they are, yep, they are now slain. 20 XP. You step back from the remains of the slain ghouls and about to step off when a ghastly whale erupts on your left. A hideous ghoul staggers towards you, his clawed hands outstretched, and the rotten remains of his upper body riddled with festering sores. A greater gaff deathless ghoul begin combat. The watching ghoul moans painfully as it attacks. It tries it can heal itself, but not enough. It is now slain. 38 XP. You step over the remains of the fallen enemy, only to find yourself immediately confronted by another wailing ghoul. 
the ghoul, his flesh crawling with vermin, steps forward and attacks. Greater Geffless Ghoul begin combat. The watting ghoul moans balefully as his What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Tax. Yeah, all right. And now it is slain. 38 XP. The long parade of ghouls seems to be temporarily at an end. You spend the next few moments catching your breath and plotting your next course of action. You turn your eyes from the remains of your foes to the battle that still rages in the forest around you. With grim determination, you set off to seek out and engage the enemy. And that finishes that scenario for 64 XP to General. We're starting to add up all these 64 XP's to General. Death swings a sword is the next scenario. At the southern end of the camp, you come to the aid of the man who's been knocked down while attempting to fight an armoured skeleton. You rush into the melee, coming between the man and his enemy, and he wisely uses the opportunity to retreat into the camp. The skeleton, a suit of tattered leather armour still clinging to its bones, hisses wildly as it swipes at you with its rusted longsword. Something in the way this fleshless undead wields its weapon tells you that in life this being was no stranger to swordplay as a skeletal champion slashes you with expert precision not just regular precision expert precision and it is still slain 38 xp a pile of shattered bones at your feet is all that remains of your skeletal foe you turn your eyes to the battle that still wages in the forest around you with grim determination, you set off to seek out and engage the enemy. And that finishes this scenario for 64 XP to general. What's next? Alright, we've only got four left. A gruesome scene interrupted. Begin scenario. In the far forest on the eastern edge of camp, you happen upon a two gruesome scheme. Two black-boned skeletons are stooped over the battered, lifeless bodies of three humans. Anger wells up within you as the foul on deep creatures rise up and begin hacking at the dead humans with their sword. Now that's just petty! You rush at the skeletons, eager to put an end to their brutal act of desecration. These are black-boned skeletons and they have a little book entry. These ebony-boned skeletons are fearsome, unrelenting combatants, known to move extremely quickly and to employ swarming tactics for attacking. It's believed that these gruesome undead horrors hail from the Neville realm of Oxus. And that's the realm where the demon itself comes from, so these are bad news begin combat although apparently they've gone all over the place so not necessarily directly at the command of the demon because the demon just sends hordes all over the place and some of them get lost join other evil armies the black bone skeletons hiss as they viciously attack brutal blow for nine damage Another one for 7 damage, but they are now slain. 10 XP. You step over the remains of the slain skeletons, only to discover they were not alone. Well, they do use swarming tactics. Stepping out of the brush on your left is a large group of black-boned skeletons. The vicious undead beings surge forward and swarm you, slicing you with their ancient, decaying blades. Why does no one give skeletons new swords? Begin combat. 
they hiss as they viciously attack. Seven black bone skeletons, and they are slain. 21 XP. Seven more black bone skeletons pour out of the forest and wash at you. With flight not an option, you boldly skip forward and bravely engage the vicious band of undead. Seven black bone skeletons. That's one decapitated. Brutal blow for six damage. Another one. Alright, that's another couple. Brutal blow for eight damage. Alright, some sums down. Well, that's probably only one left now. Brutal blow for three damage. And that's the last of them. Alright, 21 XP. The lone black bone skeleton steps into view. A cloven home west atop his ebony fleshless head and its bony fingers grip the hilt of a rusted longsword. The vicious skeletal warrior strides forward and attacks Blackbone Avenger. These ebony-boned skeletal knights are combatants of extraordinary skill. It is believed that these gruesome undead horrors hail from the Neville realm of Oxus. Let us go back. Begin combat. The black bone skeleton hisses as it viciously attacks. Savage blow of four damage. And it is slain. 21 XP. The black bone skeletons are no more. You say a quick prayer over the bodies of the slain humans before once again turning your attention to the battle that still wages in the forest around you. With grim determination, you set out. Set off to seek out and engage the enemy. And that finishes this scenario for 64 XP to general. Alright, and what's next? A rotting be behemoth. What could that be? A troll? A dragon? We shall see. Begin the scenario. The rotting humoid behemoth that stomps into view almost defies description. A broad purplish wig-shaped head sits atop the wide neck of this towering hawk, its scaly centre adorned by a pair of bright yellow eyes. Lengthy black claws extend from the tips of its thick decayed fingers. You are certain this undead creature is not of this world. Upon catching sight of you, the terrifying beast opens its gaping mouth and spellows furiously. Exposing three rows of razor-sharp teeth. You exhale heavily and mutter a quick prayer as you boldly step forward to engage the hulking undead beast. Alright, it's a hulking undead beast and that's pretty much all we can say. We don't know what it's weirdly called because it's from a world we don't know and hopefully never will. Deals you a savage blow for 11 damage. Another savage blow for 12 damage. Keeps swiping you with his deadly claws. Savage blow, 8 damage, 11 damage, 7 damage. Keep going, keep going, and it is slain. 23 XP. The ground shakes as the undead beast topples over. <laughs> his body striking the ground reverberating fud. You turn your eyes from the remains of this gru gruesome behemoth to the battle that still wages in the forest around you. With grim determination, you set off to seek out and engage the enemy. And that finishes this scenario for 64 XP to general. And next up is the penultimate one. And unless... Unless a special one appears at the end. Skeletons at the gate. Begin the scenario. A cry goes up through the encampment. Signalling the undead have entered it. You rush into the camp. Quick to encounter a band of skeletons. Advancing upon a group of terrified people. You leap between the fleshless undead. And their intended prey. Boldly defying the advance of the wicked creatures. The seven skeletons hiss fiercely at attack. Seven skeletons, down you go. Okay, 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 you, you, I didn't actually hit you this time. Let's try this again. The hiss is the attack, well, that's better. 
Right, most of them are down, and they're all down. They are slain. 13 XP. You turn to find another group of four skeletons entering the camp via breach in the surrounding stockade fence. Without a second thought, you rush over and attack them as they step through. And someone, close this gap! Begin combat. I knock them all out with one blow. I presumably just do one really broad swipe. It knocks off all their heads at once. Hopefully, knocking these heads into other undead. That'd be nice. You have slain your foe. 2 XP. A sharp hiss wings out as an armoured skeleton wielding a broad-bladed axe steps through the, bre through the breach in the stockade fence. The vicious undead warrior wastes time, no time in launching a frenzied attack, and you find yourself initially struggling to fend off its savage blows, but not for long, it's a skeletal axeman. The skeletal warrior hacks you with its axe, and it is slain. 21 XP. Six black-boned skeletons pour through the breach in the camp's fence and quickly swarm you. The cruel creatures hiss wildly as they slice at you with their ancient blades. It's more of the black-boned skeletons from the realm of Oxus. They hiss as they viciously attack, which will blow for seven damage. And that is it. They are slain. 21 XP. A pair of caped black-boned skeletons strides in through the breach in the fence and immediately attacks you. You fall back several steps beneath the fury of their blows as you attempt to plant your feet and counter their vicious assault. Two Blackbone Avengers let us begin. They hiss as they viciously attack. Savage blow for 9 damage. Savage blow for 12 damage. They are slain. 21 XP. You wearily look up from the shattered remains of your bone foes to find the final skeleton stepping through the breach in the stockade fence. The spear-wielding skeleton, undead warrior, moves up to you without a sound and attacks. For you manage to dodge or defect the first several of its spear thrusts. It's obvious that this creature is a warrior of considerable skill. It's a master bone warrior. Deals you a devastating blow for 32 damage as the bone warrior savagely thrusts its spear at you. Another devastating blow for 28 damage. But now I'm. Oh, devastating blow for 31 damage. And it is slain. 69 XP. The skeleton warrior's skull. Shattered skull topples from its neck as the undead menace crumples to the ground at your feet. You call over four men and instruct them to repair the breach in the fence. As they hopefully begin seeking a way to carry out your water, you leave the camp, eager to return to the battle that continues to wage in the forest just beyond its fortified edge. And that finishes this scenario for 64 XP to general. Alright, we've, we've done 30 scenarios so far in this one. Alright, and this, this is the last the last part of the last battle on the list anyway. That's the spirit. Begin the scenario. A pitiful wail rises into the air as the gruesome phantasm floats into view. The howling spirit, its non-corporeal form, that of a headless man in chains, surges through the air towards you. You steal your nerve as you prepare to face this menacing apparition. It's an evil spirit. Let us begin combat with it. The evil spirit gropes at you. Hey, none of that. It is slain. 13 XP. Two more spirits, each resembling an armoured warrior, glide out of the nearby bush and swiftly attack you. Two evil spirits. They grope at you. Touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body for nine damage. They keep groping. They are perverts, probably. They are slain. 21 XP. A 
ghastly spirit, its form distorted and surreal, floats into view and turns to face you. You are filled with a deep sense of dread as your eyes lock upon the horrid apparition. Suddenly, the spirit surges forward. You quickly assume a defensive stance as you defiantly hold your ground. It's a greater evil spirit. I mean, I mean, compared to this evil spirit, those previous two evil spirits were practically virtuous. Begin combat. Swing my staff. Eat gropes at you. And it is slain. 38 XP. A long moan rises into the air as the wicked spirit shimmers brightly before rapidly dissipating. You pause for a well-deserved rest before once again setting off through the forest to seek out and engage the enemy. And that finishes this scenario and possibly the entire chapter for 64 XP to general. Alright, 31 scenarios done. Alright, okay, that's it. There was no, no 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 final battle was was unleashed. Because of course they had no leaders left left as command because I already dealt with them. So now now they're all now presumably there were other undead but but the rest of them were dealt with by everyone else. The final battle is is over and the Part 10, The Aftermath. The final battle is over, and the undead plague has been defeated. But will things ever be the same in Stonegate? This now is called What Follows. In the days that follow what has gone down in history as the Battle of Camp Stonegate, you readily lend your talents to the people of Stonegate as they begin the clean-up and restoration of their town. The adoration of Stonegate's citizenry is humbling, and one, of its, and one of the loudest voices to repeatedly sing your praises is that of the town protector, Garin Silverfoot. You learn from several sources that Garin and a handful of citizens fought bravely to keep the people within the encampment safe from the bloodthirsty horde undead that assailed it. Garin is quick to dismiss the account of his own heroics, however, as he offers you his profound thanks. Look, look, you're a lot braver than me, because you probably don't have 338 SP. Garin is most interested in your account regarding your investigation of the old watchtower that served as a residence for Nilon. He's generally saddened by the news of the Mage's demise, but seems, but seems harder to learn that it was some sort of dynamic, dynamic possession that drove Nilom's treachery. He, he great, gratefully accepts the letter that Nilom presumably wrote, wrote immediately prior to his suicide, and reads it several times without saying, saying a word. Nilom will be remembered. As a friend to the people of Stonegate, Garin assures you as he finally lowers the letter. He was a good friend and a great man. One afternoon, three days after the last battle, you're sitting over a mug of steaming palium, Stonegate meeting house, conversing with Garin. There aren't two ways about it, he says putting down his empty mug. Our town would have suffered a cruel fate were it not for you, Sir Crokington. It's doubtful we could ever hope to repay you for all you've done. Whereas I would be surely remiss to not even attempt. you not even attempt it. Follow me, if you will. Garwin leads you to the back room of the meeting house, and there you find yourself presented with a curious sight. Spread out on the floor is a magnificent collection of black plate armour. It belonged to a great warrior and an old friend, he says. Staring down at the collection is the piece of armour holds strong memories of him. Nothing would serve his memory better than for someone like you, Sir Grokington, 
to possess that which served them so well in life. It refers to piece, pieces of night song, and as you can no doubt plainly see, this armour fit for a king. It is yours, Sir Crokington. You step forward and look with growing amazement at the flawless pieces of armour set out before you. There's the ninth stone breastplate that provides 12 stamina points. The grey silhouette of a silvered moon is emblazoned upon this cold black plate breastplate. But that, that is a significant demotion from my extracted vest. Next up is the Night Song Greaves. There are 11 stamina points. The grey silhouette of a silvered moon is emblazoned upon this set of cool black plate sleeves. How does that compare to what I already have? Alright, arms. Spiderweb sleeves. Uh, nah. Night Song Greaves. 11 stamina points. The grey silhouette of a silvered moon is emblazoned upon this cool black plate greaves. Oh, now that's a demotion from what I already have, even though it is one extra standard point. Night Song Boots, they're nine standard points. The grey silhouette of a silvered moon is a blade upon this set of cold black plate boots. What are my current boots? The Mossy Marauders boots, uh, they're ten, so they're better. Okay, unfortunately, unfortunately I've done this late enough that... None of them are better than what I already have. Which is a pity. When you're finished, Garwin leads you out of the meeting house. Just outside the meeting house, on the edge of the town's main thoroughfare, you at last bid Garwin farewell and prepare to set out from Stonegate. To next seek, seek adventure wherever the road will take you. Where the old father keep watch over you, he says meeting you on your shoulder across for the final time. You will never be forgotten here, Sir Crokington. Farewell. Take care on the road. We'll have to come about, about this way and visit you. Visit us again. Whilst you've tidied up this place a bit, going laughs and you exchange a final wave the town's protected before heading west out of town. Leave behind the memory of the sinister shadows of Stonegate. Some months later, while attending a minor matter in Talonus, you're approached by a courier who hands you a wax-sealed letter. The letters GS are stamped upon, stamped into the melted wax. You are delighted to discover the letter is from the protector of the town of Stonegate, and a man you've come to know as a friend, Garwin Silverfoot. You anticipate perhaps a cheerful invite back to the town, Hope save from the darkness that threatened to consume it, with the haunting, barely legible script that comprises the body of the letter, leaves you with an empty, eerie feeling. You carefully read the letter again. According to the date inscribed at the top of the page, it was written two weeks ago. Dearest Sir Crokington, I trust that this correspondence will find you in good health and good spirits. I will be short, for I cannot say how long I will remain in control of my own thoughts and actions. I part this to you, dear friend, for I feel there is no one else I can trust. A shadow hangs heavily on me these days, Sir Crokington. Beyond any ordinary melancholy. And often find myself struggling to retain control of my actions, and indeed my very wit. My dreams have become nightmares, and seldom do they cease with my waking. I fear the demon that destroyed the soul of Nilholm now infests me with this insidious what. I will not stand by, and abide the cruel by the cruel whims of this beast while compromising the safety of those who have entrusted me with, this, with their protection. This dark malady may prove my undoing, but let its affliction die with me. To that end, I bid you a final farewell.
dear friend. Unsettled by the letter, you immediately decide to travel to Stonegate with all possible haste. Within three hours of receiving the letter, you are set out on a lengthy journey. You're the lone passenger on a coach bound for the remote eastern Tyson town. Your arrival could not have been more timely. The coach reaches Stonegate just hours before Gar and Silverfoot is laid to rest. You learn of Garin's death the moment you arrive in Stonegate. The town is mourning over the passing of their protector, but your arrival serves to boil their spirits. The town's healer tells you that Garin died the previous night in his sleep. That he'd been slipping in and out of consciousness for the past two weeks. When he was awake, he would just babble for hours. All of it incoherent, says the healer. He was gripped by a sense of unfathomable terror that overwhelmed his every waking moment. Yet none of us have been able to identify the source of such profound fear. It has everything to do with the dark business a few months back, I've no doubt. At least, he passed in peace. Garwin Silverfoot is laid to rest in a plain wooden casket, following a ceremony of prayer and remembrance atop Lookout Ridge. With a heavy heart, you pay your final respects and bid a sad farewell to the man whose desperate plea first brought you to Stonegate months earlier. Following the ceremony, you leave Lookout Ridge and make your way back to town. There, outside the meeting hall, there also serves as Garwin's residence. You step into the waiting coast to bore you here and begin the lengthy and lonely trip back to Talonus. A stone gate recedes into the distance. You feel as if a great weight has been lifted off your heart. You glance out of the window on your right and marvel at the vast, untamed beauty of the wild lands that surround the remote town. Still, you find you are unable to rest during the return trip. A vague, unsettling feeling creeps over you as the journey p- progresses and does not lessen to you. Lesson, you are once again safely within the walls of the capital city. And that is the end of that scenario. And the entire Proving Grounds adventure. Congratulations, Sir Crokington. You've successfully completed all the scenarios in the third Proving Grounds event, Shadow Over Stonegate. It was no small feat. And you will now be rewarded for your truly heroic efforts. 2,048 experience to general. 256 experience to all skills and powers. Pretty nice. Your final score of 100% places you in the first order of adventurers. The order of the Archmaster Adventurer. Entitling you to a reward of 24 adventurer tokens. Wow! Done, Sir Crokington. There we are, 24 adventurer tokens gained, bringing me up to 230 in total. I'm sure I'll be able to do something with those eventually. And that, that is that. So, what shall I do next is the question. Mm-hmm. What to do next? Mm. What well, is there any wintry adventures here? Midday encounter. Swindler's Den, Rackler's Mad. No, no, none of them seem particularly wintry. Hmm. 
to do next? Uh, uh, back in business with the silver quest. Unless something else occurs to me in the meantime. But anyway, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.